in this bulletin. The Turkey Air and Syria combined death toll approaches 29,000. Ash Wednesday firefighting heroes honoured 40 years on. And in sport, Native Americans renew protests against the Kansas City Chiefs mascot ahead of tomorrow's Super Bowl. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. Exhausted rescue teams have pulled dwindling numbers of survivors from earthquake rubble in Turkey Air and Syria. The combined death toll has now surpassed 28,000 and it's expected to increase further. UN aid chief Martin Griffiths describes the earthquake as the worst event in 100 years in the region and warns the death toll will still continue to increase significantly. It's deeply, deeply, deeply shocking. The idea that these mountains of rubble still hold people, some of them still alive, many of them dead. We haven't yet begun to really count the ultimate number who may have died. And I think it's really difficult to, to, to estimate, obviously very precisely, because we, you need to get under the rubble. But I, I'm sure it'll double or more. And that's, that's terrifying. Some rescue operations were suspended after reports of looting. Dozens of victims killed in the Ash Wednesday bushfires have been remembered at a 40th anniversary ceremony. At least 14 country fire authority firefighters and three volunteer firefighters were among almost 50 people killed in a series of fires across Victoria and South Australia on February 16th in 1983. Those victims were commemorated during a special service in Victoria's southeast at the Ash Wednesday Bushfire Education Centre in Cockatoo, which is a place where up to 200 residents sheltered at the time. Chief Officer at the Country Fire Authority, Jason Heffernan, says it's important to acknowledge this tragic event, as many Victorians still have sad memories of it, even four decades later. This day is permanently etched into the minds of several generations of Victorians. For many, it still haunts them. You can ask anyone old enough what they remember on that day, what they recall, what were they doing, what were they doing with their family, and I'm sure many will be able to recount their experiences and, importantly, how they felt. These feelings, which we acknowledge, still run deep in many, com many communities. The federal government says electricity price increases will not be as bad as initially feared. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the government's intervention in the energy market is providing relief for households. New data shows electricity charges will increase 23%, which is down from the original 30% in the October budget. Grattan Institute Energy Program Director Tony Wood says Australia needs to follow and understand the energy market and data in order to have reasonable and realistic expectations of what they're going to be paying this year. Remember, this is not the prices that we will see or we see now. What we're talking about here is market expectations and financial markets tend to respond very quickly, both up and down, when things change. So we've got to be a little careful and temper our expectations, but it is absolutely good news and it does, I think, justify the government's intervention last year. We're still going to get um, some pain, but the pain won't be as big as it otherwise would have been. The Health Services Union of New South Wales is calling for a royal commission into the state's health system after a report found $33 billion has been wasted. HSU Secretary Jared Hayes says the suspected misallocation of resources is a travesty and needs to be addressed. He says a royal commission would provide a holistic view of the healthcare system and provide proper scrutiny to those accountable. Australia's just been through a five-year 
MBS review, we've got the Philip report about to be released on compliance, and we've just had the Strengthening Medicare Task Force report released. We actually know what needs to be done to fix the health system at this point. It's actually a matter of getting on and doing it. I think a Royal Commission is going to cost a lot of money and delay the reform that we all know needs to happen. Native American groups are planning to protest against the Kansas City Chiefs at the Super Bowl, calling for the team to drop their name. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix tomorrow. The Chiefs wear the Arrowhead logo on their helmet and use a large drum to kick off their home games as fans routinely engage in what is known as the tomahawk chop chant, all of which critics say draw on offensive and racist stereotypes. Amanda Blackhorse is the founder of the Arizona to Rally Against Native American Mascots organisation. As Indigenous people, all we want is to live and navigate a world where we can enjoy a TV program on Sunday or attend a football game without being met with stereotypes such as fake headdresses, the tomahawk chop, the mockery of our culture and spiritual ways when the Kansas City fans hit the big drum. And that's the latest from SBS News.